Welcome to You Didn't Ask For My Opinion. My name is Freddie Forte. Y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't want to think about this anymore. This is really painful. And it's more painful for others than it is for me. You know, I just, it's so hard to wake up every day and see something new. It's so hard to wake up and still see people not understanding a point of view. It's extremely hard to try to explain a point of view only for someone to continue to talk over you as you explain that point of view. When you explain something and you say it and you word it strategically for individuals to hear and understand you and they're still not grasping it or they're still they are still deeming the thing you're talking about as racist. It's exhausting. You know, now I, I know that I have the passion. Or I feel like I've, I have the burden to talk about these things, but right now I don't want to. Like, I just want to turn my brain off for a minute because anything else is better than dealing with this another day. It's extremely frustrating. So before I decide whether or not I'm going to continue to talk about these things, let me explain why I'm tired. First off, I'm going to talk to my white brothers and sisters. I love you guys. I really do. I hope you understand from the bottom of my heart that Nothing would make me happier than for us to be united one day. You know, Dr. King had this dream where we all could sit together one day in peaceful harmony and be able to exist on this earth. And we're nowhere near it. And we're all pointing fingers. And we're all upset. And we're all frustrated. And I don't think anybody's listening to each other. Which is why I just, I'm tired of talking. So let me explain why I'm tired. My brothers and sisters, over the last couple of weeks, starting with the killing of Ahmaud Arbery, continuing into the killing of George Floyd, you have posted videos of Candace Owens. Look, I don't know this woman. I'm not going to pretend like I follow her. I'm not going to pretend like I understand why it seems like she has a bug up her butt when it comes to the black community. I've read about her. I can only go off the information that I found online. I can only go off of her having a lawsuit against the son of a mayor out in the city that she was in, in Connecticut when she was in high school. And she called on the NAACP to help her. And then fast forward years later, the NAACP and the eyes of Candace Owen are racist. She didn't like Trump. She hated Trump. She made it clear she hated Trump a few years ago. 
and then after her doxing app didn't go through, and then she started getting doxed, she now flipped the script and went from hating Trump to loving Trump, hating and speaking out of conservatism and now championing it. Every time she opens her mouth, it's like she has to discredit the individual that was killed. She has to be a voice for the Republicans to speak out against Democrats. She has to be that person to remind everyone that these people are not innocent. And if they do what they're supposed to do, everything would be fine. Well, let's look at it. Ahmaud Arbery was jogging in a neighborhood. The owner of the house that he stopped at to look at had no issue with him being inside the house as it was being built. But even if that was a problem, that is a problem that law enforcement could handle. They didn't handle it or didn't get a chance to handle it because three citizens decided to follow this dude, record this dude, try to hit him with their car. He They actually did hit him with the car. And when he tried to leave, they shot him. And now he's sitting there thinking, my life is basically on the line and it's basically over. I'm going to fight for my life. They shot him again. They called him the N-word and shot him again. He's gone. Who cares about him going into a building? This man is gone. Like, seriously, there are more important things to life than, than the feeling like you have to police people. That you have to be in charge because you automatically, you assume that this man is breaking in. But there's no record of break-ins to the capacity that you um, that you claimed for you to have to take matters into your own hands and perform a citizen's arrest. Insane. So then George Floyd dies. And he dies. And all of, all of a sudden, you know, she said the nice, sweet things that everybody wants to hear about. Well, I hope he gets justice because he deserves justice. And, and the cop, you know, um, was not doing things the right way, yada, yada. However, she decided to say it. But then she went on and talked about him not being a martyr. Who said that he's a martyr? Who's sitting here claiming that he has, you know, like that he's a hero? What? He's just, he's a man. A man that should be here today. He doesn't have to be a hero or martyr in your eyes. And nobody cares what you think. Because every time she opens up her mouth, it is to spew hatred towards the black community. Telling us to stop being victims. Ma'am, who hurt you, sis? Like, seriously. This is the stuff that's extremely frustrating because you are opening your mouth and saying a lot of vile things about us. It's crazy. Let's continue. The Hodge twins went on and said that Black Lives Matter is a leftist lie. And I watched that entire six-plus-minute video this morning. And, like, it was so disgusting. They kept hammering on the same thing. Black people get killed by black people all the time. White people get killed more. Um, white on white crime happens more than black on black crime. It happens more than cops killing black people. It doesn't fit a narrative. doesn't fit an agenda. All lives matter. The fact that we have to keep saying this over and over again, that we are not trying to separate one race from another. We don't care about you thinking that it's about 
one race because it's not. But what we are not going to say, what we are not going to do anymore is act like this is a true statement. All lives matter. Because if it was a true statement, it wouldn't have to be said. Think about that. If all lives truly mattered, it wouldn't have to be said. And you can try to use every argument you can in a book. You can bring up the Chicago killings, which is ironic because you bring up Chicago now and you didn't bring up Chicago two months ago. You bring up Chicago now. You didn't bring it up when Trayvon Martin died. You bring it up now. You didn't bring it up when Breonna Jefferson died. Breonna Taylor. Atiana Jefferson. Sorry. All of these different people have died. And the only time you want to bring up black on black crime is when we speak up saying we don't want the police killing us anymore. Shame on you. You're not a true advocate. Stop trumping. Gosh. Stop sitting here and harping on somebody else's pain because it's not the pain that you're feeling. I'm just over it. And I'm over my white brothers and sisters sharing these videos. Man, this is the truth. This is exactly how I feel. This is exactly what's true. And everybody else is a leftist liberal. Guys, look, I hate to break it to you. We don't hang on to this title of liberal. We don't care about that. That's y'all. Y'all want to hold titles and say conservatives and uh, liberals and libtards and, you know, all this. That's y'all. That's stupid. Because at the end of the day, even if I was a liberal, I'm still a black liberal. I'm still a black man. And I fear for my life daily. And your experience might be different than mine. And you might think I might be over-exaggerating. And you might think I need to chill out. You might think I need to just get over and let things go. And that race relations here in America today are much better than they were in the 1800s. And you might feel exactly that way. You have every right to feel the way that you do. Just stop talking to me. Because if your intent is to tell me how you feel about something that is not something you need to tell me how you feel, I can't help you. What you can't do is guilt us for being upset and sad and wanting to protest and wanting to speak out because someone because no one else is speaking out for us. You don't want us to peaceful protest. You don't want us to take a knee. You want us to comply. And they still kill us anyway. It's extremely frustrating. So let me ask, because some of these people who are saying Black Lives Matter, but then coming with questions towards me, I got to ask, are you with us because it's trendy or because you care? Are you saying it because everybody else is saying it or because you really mean it? Does my life really matter to you? Do you really care about me? Do you really feel like you can say, I stand with this brother in Christ? I stand with this black brother and his life is important to me. So we need to do everything in our power to make sure that he is safe. Do you really feel that way? You're not hurting my feelings if you're not. But if you don't feel that way and you are saying that you feel that way, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I just can't. If you have questions and you want to know how I'm feeling and how I'm processing things, 
then ask me. If you want answers from me, you can get answers from me. But in order to hear those answers, you got to listen. You just have to. So at the end of the day, this is how I feel. I'm exhausted. Because I'm still having to tell and explain to people that Black Lives Matter doesn't mean Black Lives are better than anybody else. It means that Black Lives need to be held at the same level as every other life. And if you truly, truly care about Black Lives, don't try to throw Black abortion into the discussion. Don't throw Black on Black crime into this discussion. Don't throw White on White crime into that discussion. Because you didn't care about those things until you started hearing us. What you're saying is that you're annoyed that we're talking. What you're saying is that you just can't stand us talking about these things. And now you're looking for other things to counter with. Who does that? If I'm grieving over the loss of a family member and you tell me that I should be grieving about your family. Do you really think I'm going to listen to you ever again? Do you really think I'm going to trust you ever again? No. It doesn't matter at all what kind of points you think you have. It doesn't matter what all, what kind of points you agree with. That means absolutely nothing because you're not listening. The time for you to voice your opinion is on your own time, not ours. It's a, it's a frustrating thing to say over and over and over and over and over again. It's a difficult thing to have to continue to talk about time after time after time. I don't think you understand how hurtful it is to have to say these things over and over again. So I don't know. As of, as of right now, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It'll change. I'm sure I'll feel different. But right now, I don't want to. Right now, I don't want to. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to post this. And if you really care, listen to the entire message. But if you don't care, don't listen. That's fine. What I don't want you to do is say that you care and then not listen. You didn't ask for my opinion. But I gave it to you anyway. This is Freddie Forte signing off. Have a good one.